Like I said, Dayton sends his regards tonight. Had to take care of some stuff. Just uh, one of those one-offs or couldn't make it. So sends his love. So as I say, I'm flying solo in the captain's seat tonight. But all good, done that many times. Um, but tonight is a, a very, very important night. We kicked off the night uh, with Darren Pfeiffer from uh, previously Hollywood Undead and uh, different bands and now currently working on some stuff this year that we'll get out soon. Uh, step uh, interview number, uh, second interview of the night. Very, very important interview. Um, we got the chance to work with Josie Scott last week, and, and his tour manager, Jennifer, let us know about an, uh, a gentleman that you've already heard of, Brian Andrews. This gentleman's a stud. I was looking into his body of work, and I've been listening to it for the past couple of weeks, just kind of really going strong. It's this mix of what I feel like is like a Daltry, a little bit of Dave Matthews, and even like a little bit of uh, of uh, of almost like a Lone Star, all built up in this one amazing package. And then, he, of course, he's himself. Lyrically, uh, very, very personal lyrics, but also very inspiring at the same time. Uh, what I say is an up-and-coming up singer-songwriter. Had an awesome cover album drop last year, paying some tributes to some of those out there, but also had a lot of great weeks, works of his own. I've been jamming to one he's got called Matthew 7-1. Just a, just a stud artist who is in his own right, uh, making making his own way. So we're excited to have him on tonight. It's a privilege to bring on uh, Brian Andrews. Brian, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. It's good to be with you all. Thanks for having man, me on. Yeah, man, I'm glad you're here. Like I said, your style is so unique, man. It's uh, it's refreshing to know that even in 2023, there's still new new styles out there. I'm telling you, man, in the most respectful way I can, you've got this blend, man. Like I'm telling, you, it's like a Dow Tree mixed with like the Zach Brown fusion that just makes you feel good, man. So I love what you're doing, man. You know, so yeah, uh, I appreciate that, man. You, you you home from the road right now, or are you, are you on tour right now, or uh, get some no, time we off? uh. We haven't we haven't really started touring yet. Hopefully that's kind of the next phase. That's what I really want to get into next is kind of playing some of these, you know, 300 cap rooms around the Midwest and around the South where I've really developed a big strong base or fan base, you know. I love it, man. Well, let me. Uh, I know you're busy, man. Always writing, and again, I've listened to. I, I, you, I put your your style of music goes into my playlist where it's like when I need to to calm down. I love it. You've got this uh, vibe, yeah. dude. Where you know it's a uh, it's a good vibe. So, uh, however you stay calm like that, right? We'll get to that. I love it. So, we've got some questions that uh, Dane and I have always prepped over the years for our guests. We're gonna run past you. Then we'll take a segment into what we call rapid fire, and then we'll end on a little bit of a segment that we call preaching segment. This is kind of more like to uh, really tell this, you know, the audience maybe. Your mantra it makes you kind of makes you kind of tick if you will okay so yeah sure so man first off i know you're obviously a singer songwriter great guitar player really do it all but take me back man obviously before you started putting out the singles and and your nice following on dude i saw it's like 400k on spotify so you guys are going strong that's awesome but before the before the cult following that you have now and you started making music take me back to day one man when did you first pick up a guitar and start playing in, in, in your life you know Man, to be honest, like I, I still believe to this day that I'm not all, all that great at guitar. I'm I'm good enough to play, you know, chords enough and good enough to write songs and stuff. But I started <laughs> I started playing when I was like uh, 17 or something. It was my senior year of high school. Okay. And okay. And yeah, we just kind of I don't know. It was like one of them things where I picked it up then and I kind of put it down. And then when I went to college and started going through hardships in my life and stuff like that, I really started writing songs because. Mm. I've, I've always been around music um my dad's a band director and my mom's a choir director and they were my high school uh, music teachers you know mm -hmm. and uh went to college for music and then ended up dropping out of that and then started working on the road and that's when i really started writing songs when i was working on the road um i'd written a couple before but then once we got out there and you know i could see how people were really living in life and and uh 
what the road life was like and what about, you know, what being blue collar was all about. That's when I really started writing, Mm. you know, some of the, some of these real raw songs that about past experiences that I've witnessed or gone through myself, you know, stuff like that. And that's kind of really where it took off, you know? Life was your uh, motivation, right, man? Real life, huh? Mm-hmm. I love it, man. So I'll tell you, man, that's something that there's no there's no question when you listen to it. And I mean it when I say there's definitely uh, – every good writer, and I'll put you in that category, always says they're not a good writer, but you are. <laughs> so yeah. you do a very good yeah. job, man. And, you know, you draw in real life, and that they say the best way to write is to just think about what's going on in life. So, you know, like I said, being yeah. on the road and some of the stories you have, man. And what I like about it, and I, I mean this, and again, the most respectful way, some of the lyrics are dark that turn encouraging. You know, I love – the mm-hmm. way you take uh, again I, I don't want to spill the the beans guys but you got to listen to his catalog it'll be some heavy stuff that turns into hey there's hope and that's what i always hear right. in your songs man is here's what's going on here's real life we're broken messed up people but there's hope no judgment this is what it is let's talk about it and let's find a way to get to um the good side of life again i love it man so yeah. um, that's awesome man i think about so when you're looking at um you know so far um obviously you know the gig stuff we're still working through which i totally understand but walk me through um your most you know uh, the favorite all of all the songs you've written maybe what's been your favorite song to write so far that, that you've recorded you know um well liquor and pills will always hold a really strong place in my heart because it was like you know my debut single and it was the first song that i ever actually mm-hmm. got fully produced and released and everything but um to be honest with you like looking back at some of the stuff i've written now and like even some of the stuff that i've released since then um it's kind of falling down the ladder you know i think probably the the best way to answer that is that, like my favorite song i've ever written is the next one i'm gonna write you know what i mean Ooh, that's good man that's good so, but it's like a... i would i would say if i had to pick from them probably i pray or matthew 7 1 those two are you know i just really raw you know what mm. i mean yeah, man. There's a lyric, and I, I actually, because I, I listened to it, I, I remember when I was going through your catalog, and I had seen you, and I'll, I'll be honest, like, there's so much music these days, until, like, somebody makes a connection, like, hey, so-and-so, check it out, then that's how you, it's like it's like word of mouth, it's back to, right. it's almost like digital music is almost now back to word of mouth, and I was listening to your stuff, and I remember when you said, I'll say things with my guitar that I, basically, you talked about, I'll say things with my guitar that I won't say with my words, and I'm like, yeah. yes, dude, like, this is, music is a language, you know, so the way you're saying it, it it's, that was powerful so that stuck yeah, with me and like, man i love it man so yeah, i love, love that line that's one of my favorite lines i've ever written it's, like, uh, <laughs> it's good man six, yeah it's like this old six strings heard me say things that i'd never say to another man you know i love I mean? it and, and it's true and that's such a powerful like that is it's taking another spin on uh some of those i, I think it's some of those and i'm not trying to be crazy when i say some of those hanks or things where it's like you're just pouring your soul under your guitar you can yeah. hear it. no wonder everyone that hears you loves you everyone i've showed it to is like oh this dude's legit let me add him to my playlist and it just keeps that's what they say right let me add it to my right. playlist and so i the next the best song has been written i, I love that that's a really cool way of uh of uh, of saying it uh gig wise and i think about this i know you, you talked about some of the the the, the bases and the followings and things like that but everyone has their dream spot right so if you look at oh, yeah. uh you, you've watched musicians growing up listen to artists and all that kind of stuff um what would you say if you could say this is a place i want to play in my career there's a spot i want to go maybe a milestone a, a dream gig where would be your dream gig um if you could pick it you know uh man honestly i got three or four of those but like i, I think uh, the biggest <laughs> one was probably the state fair grandstands uh in okay. missouri here and okay. then another one's at the uh power and light stage in kansas city love it that'd okay be a, that'd be a big one for me and yeah. then you know any stadium ever 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, man. And the, I've actually been to Power and Light. That's a, that's a great spot. I'm in Kansas. Yeah, so we've is. been there, man, many times. That's a, that's a heck of a spot, man. Um, and definitely, I don't think it's any more than a matter of time, man. Obviously, you've got the right people promoting you. Jennifer's amazing, so we know her. Um, you've got yeah. the right people. You've got the right attitude, and the song speak for itself, man. So I say it's only a matter of time, man, before I'm like, hey, remember when I had you on? And like, let me get a guitar pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but no, man. Um, think about, um, so with that being said, you look at influences on your life and people that have, you know, you hear it in your style of play. You still hear it even in your lyrics. But if you look at your body of work and what you've done so far, who's been that biggest influence, though, in your life musically, would you say? Um, I mean, lyrically, I would probably say, like, just bands that I grew up on, you know, listening to and stuff that I really fell in love with and, and mm -hmm. tried to emulate uh, with the way I write and stuff like that would be bands like, you know, a day remember and Mayday Parade, and then mm -hmm. also you know Luke Combs and and uh, some other other country artists that you know maybe not are as popular. You know I'm a huge uh, like Isabel fan and and some of those some mm -hmm. of those guys that that are kind of lower lower on the I guess acknowledgement you know from from everybody else. But I think also Texas like the whole Texas country scene mm -hmm. um, played played a huge role. Like I'm a huge Colby Cooper fan and, you know, I'm a big co Wetzel fan and Cody Johnson, all them really Randall King too. I listened to a lot of him when I was really figuring out how to write and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. also just, you know, the, the rawness of Texas country music where people weren't really afraid to say anything, you know, and then like even heavier, heavier bands like Memphis Mayfire and, and bands like that are huge inspirations to me. I can hear it too because I, I was listening. I, I listened a few times. I was like, "Man, this this guy's over here doing singer songwriter country, and he's got some punk." Like it was so cool when oh, he did yeah. this. I was like, "Dude, it's almost like what came to my mind when I heard your song." I was like, "This almost reminds me of some Giovanni, man." Is what this sounds like. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know he's, what I'm saying? And that's a Texas thing. You know? Yeah. You're saying because we have family from. My, I'm from Kansas. My wife's family's from Dallas and then the Keller area, so we know exactly the scene. Been in Billy Bob's a million times. We know the whole scene. Yeah. And we love it. So like you're right there in that vein of like what what you're what you're producing is what people want to hear it's like okay we got these next these up-and-coming stars that also are connectable you know i i think right. about some sometimes i'll hear songs i'm like that's cool but that doesn't really like affect my life like you're talking about something that actually happens like we all know fan members that have struggled with addiction or maybe even someone else personally like we can relate to that forgiveness toxic relationships man you're doing all the things that people <laughs> actually go through in real life and then you find a way to give them hope you know so yeah i, love I mean it, that that's the big biggest thing to me is like writing songs that, you know, your average blue collar, you know, or whatever, everyday person that can, that can relate to. I mean, if you're just pumping out stuff for radio hits, then yeah. I mean, I feel like the radio's bought nowadays anyway. So yeah, I agree. You're not really, you know, when you write for the radio, you're not, you're not writing for the fan. You're not writing for the guy that wakes up at 6am and doesn't get home till, you know, mm -hmm. six or seven at night and he's going to a hotel room instead of back to his family. You know what I'm saying? I love it, man. And that's that's spot on, man. Like, again, that's why yeah. I think you're the, the first – if everyone, again, in, as it continues to grow, we'll be cheering you on the, all the way. Before I get into the rapid-fire stuff too, um, Ryan, it's kind of nice. When I get you all talking, Dane's like, you're much faster when I'm not talking. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when, I, when I look at – in 2023 – you know, obviously it's a big year. I know you turn in uh, this year and looking at doing some gig work and stuff. So talk to me about what's the, what's the, uh, is there just uh, the talks about tours? Are we talking about another album? Like, I know obviously you've strung together some singles and the, and the covers album, but what's on the agenda for 2023 for you, you know? 
Yeah, so, I mean, for me, the biggest thing is, like I said, to get some shows lined up and stuff like that and really get around. Um, also, I don't I don't really buy into the whole album thing anymore just because I I started digitally and I realized that, man, you can get, as an independent artist, we want as much bang for our buck as we can get. So releasing right. singles sometimes, you know, getting all the attention per song um, on a per song basis. So that way, you know, no song is getting overlooked, you know, because, I mean, it costs a lot of money to just do one song nowadays. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do. Yeah. Trying, yeah. We're trying to get as much, I guess, milk is milk as much out of each song that we can. So the plan is to release singles, uh, hopefully at least every month and a half until the end of the year. And then we'll make a new plan for 2024. But I'm really excited for some of the stuff we got coming up. I mean, we just put out like I said, Matthew seven, one, and then we put mm-hmm. out another one called love me today. And those are both singles that I did with a, uh, production studio here, in, uh, by my house in Missouri called better man records. And then mm-hmm. the next song we're putting out, I did with my brother and another guy, um, from here in Kansas city. And then got some coming out with a couple guys that I worked with in LA and then got some coming out with a guy that I worked with in Nashville called, uh, uh, Brandon Manley. He's a really good producer down there. So, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a strong scene there, man. So I love it. That's and that's we actually heard Josie talk about that too. When we had him on. It's like the singles can kind of be their own album in and of itself, and that's kind of a mm-hmm. cool concept, you know. So I love that, man. And that's definitely uh, that's true, you know. So it, I'm glad. Um, well, we can't wait, man. I definitely, obviously, um, whenever you please let me know. Obviously, I follow you, so we'll make sure to promote those singles as they continue to drop out and uh, yeah. promote those on the page and all that. So, like I said, we, we kind of um, we think about the, the the avenue we've taken, even with the show, is we look at those sports and music seem to go hand in hand, so we yeah, thought yeah. we're going to we're gonna bridge those, uh, those gaps and we're going to talk about both those things on the show, you know? So, Absolutely. Um, before I get into um, the detour for a second this is going to make you laugh okay so um these are some fun rapid fire questions these are meant to be low-hanging fruit things that really are just silly but also kind of pick your personality a little bit okay so <laughs> yeah, sure. um so so you got it you got it you got to hit the first thing that comes to your mind and you got it you got to hit me with it okay so you ready yeah, yeah. And so this it's either or so um walker or miami vice uh, Walker for sure. Okay, gotcha. So, second question: uh, Fender or Gibson? Uh, Gibson. Okay, remember that Gibson for the sponsorship. You heard it. Right here <laughs> yeah. at the show. Gotcha. Yeah. This is a fan favorite question. When you're going to the ice cream truck, what's the first item you're pulling off the ice cream truck? Uh, chocolate <laughs> ice cream cone for sure. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Just your so classic chocolate <laughs> ice cream cone. Gotcha. Okay. So being being a Missouri Missouri area fan. I'm gonna see if you and I line up with this. Are you more of a uh, Royals fan or a Cardinals fan? If you had to pick one. Royals. Oh, I gotta scratch that part out, brother. I'm a diehard <laughs> Cards fan, man. I gotta let that yeah. one go. That hurts, <laughs> I live, man. <laughs> I live too close to KC, man. I love it. I love it, man. It's okay. Um, and the last question, we've, we've made this kind of a recurring question, and this makes uh, uh, all the artists laugh. Um, so in, in 10 years from now, when the Brian Andrews movie comes out and it tells your life story of becoming this famous rock star, who's going to play you uh, in the movie? Like, who do you want to play your character? Oh, man. <laughs> I would say someone like Zach Galifianakis. He's just like, you know, that kind of love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome, dude. He's a talented yeah. actor. I can see him up there playing oh, Matthew seven one. Like, you know, what I'm right. saying? State. that's cool, dude. Let's so go. Amazing. All right. You heard it, Zach. So I want you to hit him up. So we're going to get the movie rights, man. We're going to the, life, <laughs> the lifetime special, man. I love it. I'm kidding, man. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. 
Well, man, as I transition to, and again, uh, I kind of get a chance to do more of the talking, so we shave a couple minutes off. As we transition to, or transition to the last segment, uh, Brian, when you think about um, a mantra, obviously, um, and you've done that grassroots success, literally, and and there's bands. I think there's there's bands that don't have the the social media presence that you do that have been around for decades, man. No joke. Four hundred k is a big deal on like a Spotify platform, and that's that's your following. It's strong, man. That's that's a, it's almost listening to your music on a recurring basis, right? So you're doing yeah. things right, man. You're doing it very very well. When you think about a mantra of what you push through, or like how to get to the level of where you are, this is my question. What's a what's a open mic? Maybe a, a philosophy or something that's kept you going along the way. That maybe you give those up and comers that you know want to be you one day, or whether it's athletes or musicians. What's a, a mantra or some advice you could pass on to those listening? You know? Yeah, man. Like uh, first thing first, you know, like post content, like nobody's watching. You know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. just post true to yourself and, and be yourself, be unique. Um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do something that, or if you're trying to make music, if you're, if I'm talking to musicians, if you're trying to make music, like you hear on the radio, you're already 10 years behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so also give everything you got. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get out of this life, what you give to it. So, I mean, true happiness is found by what you can give, not what you can receive. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's good man so give it all you got man i like that philosophy of uh you never really uh you never really have to um look uh, look back if you do if you give it all you got you know we tell our, our athletes that a lot of times we we work with you know musicians and athletes both and yeah. we say you know if you love it you won't regret it you know so and i yeah, think exactly. uh I think it's very evident, man, whether it's giving it all you got in writing. Like we have people that just want to be writers. Some people want to just play guitar. Some people just want to play you know, a certain role in sports and whatever you do, do it because you love it, man. So, yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, like that's, that's my thing. If you want to, if you want to do this for the rest of your life, you know, we're only here for a short time. So why not give everything you possibly can? Yeah, man. Leave it all out there. Man, so I guess uh, I guess uh, circling back to one final question, when I think about, because I don't think it'll be long. So when you're doing, what well, we can't wait to see you on tour, and we'll be following you along. Hope to kind of come to one of your shows. Let me ask you yeah. this though: if there, if like I've I've thought about this back in the day when we were playing. Before life just took a different direction, we decided to go a different way. When you're looking at, okay, you're you're creating a a, a tour. So again, we'll say anybody, okay? So it's yourself. Uh-huh. You're the you're the headliner. We're gonna we're gonna picture this. What's two bands, gigs, or acts that you'd want to bring on the road with you when it's time for the the tour to be put together? Oh man, Hardy you know? is a big one. Okay. okay. Um, I would love to go on the road with with someone like him. I mean, even you know, to tour with some rock bands would be really cool, like Memphis Mayfire stuff like that. Uh, Geo would be a good one. I'd love to go on tour with Colby Cooper. I mean, okay. some of those guys. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just a, a lot of a lot of musicians out there that I'd love I'd love to rock with. I mean, even some new newcomers like um, Dalton Dover. He's he's one of my favorite. I think he's the best singer in Nashville for sure. Yeah, and then, I've heard him. I mean. Some women are probably Ashlyn Craft, um, Ashley McBride. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those real or Taylor often dies. She's a good one. She's not. She's not really all that huge yet, but she just came out with a single uh, not too long ago, or actually, yeah, just like this last week, and it's great. She's great. Mm-hmm. This that outlaw. Outlaw women country, I, I can't yeah. get enough of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. man, I, I do, man, and that's that's awesome. So I just I want to go back and when that tour happens, I'm like, hey, let's let's look back over this catalog of people that you know. I could see that too, yeah. man. That'd be crazy. Like Ashley McBride, Hardy, Memphis Mayfire, you. What a circuit, man. That'd be crazy, yeah. man. So let, let's make yeah, it happen, man. you guys. Let's make it happen. So yeah, well, Brian, that's kind of 
like my thing was like I wanted to change the way people listen to music. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I know I, when I was growing up, I didn't just listen to country. You know, I yeah. didn't just listen to rock and stuff. So I I want. I want to be able to put out whatever kind of music I want to. And I guess that's why these labels hate me. So we'll put whatever. I think you're doing it, man. And, and again, people yeah. dig it. People respect that. So I will say, Brian, yeah. again, man, it's really, really an honor to get the chance to catch up with you. It's a privilege. We were honored, man, to get the chance to, to bring you on. So uh, we always say we learn yeah. more than our artists do, and tonight was no exception, man. Uh, the next generation is definitely in a good place, man. So uh, we can't wait to cheer you on every time we drop a single or when we get the um, when we get the tour dates out. So we'll be cheering you on. I, I say it is an open invitation. I mean it when I say um, please, please consider coming back on again in the future because we will definitely love to have you. Uh, We'll oh, make it happen, uh, but man, we'll be cheering along the way, and uh, and uh, don't hesitate. Uh, let me know when we need some content we need to share for it, because we're happy to do so, and we can't wait to cheer you on as your career continues to evolve and, and progress, okay? So. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was such an honor to be on here tonight. Of course, brother. We'll be in touch, man. You take care, and you you, you stay warm, and uh, go Cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Royal. Have a good night, brother. <laughs> yeah, we'll again. see you. We'll see you, man. So, you guys, that's uh, again. I was glad you guys got a chance to meet Brian. Um, I've been listening to him for a while, and I wanted to wait to showcase till we had the interview lined out with it. I'm telling you, as real and as raw and as 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 uh, powerful as it gets, at the same time, very very uh, um, supportive. Uh, it's a very positive spin as well. So, you guys are gonna love. I can't wait to get this guy on tour. I really mean it because he's good. So, on behalf of. Uh, uh, Brian Andrews and of course Jennifer and her her label and all of those involved in making his music. We're grateful that he came on tonight, and we can't wait to have him on the future. We'll get him uh, to be a Cardinals fan. We'll figure out a way, guys. We'll we'll make sure this gets back to him. We'll get him over there. So, but on behalf of the Dane and Josh show, of course, those listening around the world and and to continue on, we thank you for taking your time, and don't forget that we love you and thanks for listening.